Good morning. It is September 4th, 2018, day after Labor Day, and you're listening to Java Chat. This is Coffee with Mike. Thanks for tuning in. We're continuing our whole run on the why you need a better funnel uh, for your particular marketing or sales efforts. And the big deal today is more of a question than anything, and it has to deal with whether or not you will be using pictures photos, video, produced, or live. <coughs> live casting, live podcasting, blogging, vlogging, whatever. But live stuff, okay? And it's going to depend. You know, everybody's like, well, what's the best you could use? I don't know. What have you used? What have you used so far? What will take it to the next level <clears throat> of engagement? <clears throat> what will cause people to click on a call to action? Is it a clickable link on an ad? Is it a clickable picture? Is it a different kind of direction via a produced video with a clickable link? Uh, and where's that clickable link? Is it something where you can do a live? You know, like a webinar. Is it something where you can sit there and do something off the cuff, like a story? By the way, these things that I'm mentioning, they're all very doable, they're all very usable in order to drive traffic towards your funnel. Uh, there is someone that I know who's a very, who's an expert at uh, live casting. Um, I believe it's press live with purpose is the mantra she uses. And the idea is pretty simple. If you're going to go live, have a reason. And I do know some people that do that. There are, there are some <clears throat> well-noted uh, social media influencers <clears throat> that when they go live, things happen. Uh, we're talking about the Trish Litos, the Arnie Giskies. Uh, the Des is Lava do Brevas. These are, these are people that when they go live, they have a purpose to do so. So let's back it up and let's go back to photos. I'll go through each one because, again, there are some people that do just, you know, just, just do ads with photos that do phenomenally. But it's because of the photo they choose, what, uh, what content is in the actual picture, and where that picture is used. If that picture is used as a means to convey, uh, just, to, just to convey a, a business notion or to convey a, you know, a showcase of somebody doing something, eh, may not necessarily be disruptive. And when I say disruptive, I don't mean in a bad way. Uh, I remember doing a, a simple, what they call GIF, which is a moving picture. For those of you that don't know, most people do. I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try to keep this as simple and, and baseline as possible so that even the beginner can go, what's a GIF, otherwise known as a GIF? It's a moving picture. <clears throat> I've used moving pictures to drive traffic to just go see a video. The video took care of the actual call to action, but that GIF in and of itself, in a week's time, got 23,000 views. 23,000. Why? Because it was corny 
disruptive and it got people's attention. Did it have anything to do with the business I was promoting? Sort of, because when somebody finally stopped, looked at the GIF and went, well, that's weird. What is this about? Gotcha. Even on a regular photo of somebody standing there, there's another gentleman by the name of Mario Brown, <clears throat> who's, very, um, who's very intelligent when it comes to using photos to get attention. And the way he does it is like he'll take a picture of him standing there with his fists up, send it off to a contractor on fiber to put some flame on his hands. They'll Photoshop it. It looks freaking cool. And all of a sudden, he's got traffic. Off the photo alone, he's getting traffic. Just because people are like, oh, that's cool. And they click on it. Well, guess what? That photo goes over to his link where he sells his products. Uh, and he does e-commerce and he does trainings, info products, etc. He does very well off of photos like that. He just uses pictures to stop somebody from going through their newsfeed and consistently doing the same thing. So while he does, when he does his photos, it's very simple. He looks for something easy. And, and a lot of times it's pictures of him. There are other marketers I know that use stock pictures, stock photos that can convey a feeling or an intent. You know, it's not just a, <clears throat> I've seen one used quite often of uh, and I know where this photo is because I have it <laughs> it's a royalty free photo uh, a gentleman with a beard and a mustache shaking hands with somebody over a table well that's an agreement a business dealing something of that nature that's eh, a little uh, hipster kind of thing you know but the point is it's a photo that gets people's attention. It's a gentleman with a beard and a mustache in a suit shaking hands with a woman across the table. And he's got a nice smile on his face, very warm. People will stop and look at that because that's a feel-good photo. <clears throat> <clears throat> so when it comes to pictures, you always want to, if you're going to use photos because you don't feel, and, and by the way, guys, it doesn't have to be of you, okay? I just, I just said there's places you can go pick up pictures online. Unsplash, Pexels, Pixabay, three, three good ones as far as, as far as pictures are concerned. You can do that. You can go to Fiverr. You can go to Upwork and have people create photos for you. And, and then there's a whole process behind that, and we can talk about that some other time. But here's the baseline is if you're going to use a photo, make sure it conveys either an emotion or get somebody to really stop and go, huh, what's that? You want an interrupt inserted in their pattern. You want someone's normal routine to be interrupted. You want it to be interrupted so that they stop for a second, give you that little moment of attention so that you can go ahead and create interest that, you know, at that point in the content of your ad. If you don't know how to create Facebook ads, there's, there's good programs out there. I'm sure you can find one. Uh, if you absolutely need a recommendation, feel free to reach out to me. That's not what these, these uh, anchor casts are for. This is just to give you a good baseline idea of what it is you should be considering, okay? Um, and I'm not selling anything on this anyway. This, the, whole, the whole idea behind this is to help you understand better what it is you ought to be doing with your funnels and why they need to be improved. Because I've seen some stuff out there. Uh, let's just put it this way. I literally test myself against ads, my own and others, to see whether or not I would actually click on them. My own ads. I'll look at them and go, I wouldn't click on that. 
I don't post the ad. I, I literally trash it. I, I, I'll, I might keep the content because then the content will convert. But the photo itself, I'll kick it. I, literally, I'll just delete it off my... I, I might keep the base photo to mess around with it maybe some other time. But for the most part in the ad, I'll kick it out. If I wouldn't click on it, why the heck would I post it for you to click on? Because it means it's not interrupting your, your pattern. Or it's not going to interrupt your pattern. What would, what would get your attention more? A Hyundai Sonata or a Lamborghini? The answer? That depends on you. That also depends on what it is that we're trying to get done here. If you're somebody, by the way, this goes back to targeting on Facebook ads. You guys remember we were talking about that. If I'm targeting people that are looking for a new car, I would probably use the Sonata. To be interruptive or disruptive, I might use the Lamborghini. Looking for a new car? Probably not this one. Right? Unless I'm targeting the luxury audience. Then it would be like, looking for a new car and the Sonata would be there. Probably not this one. Click here to see what kind of real cars you could get. And I could use that for both sides. Again, the pattern needs to be interrupted. This Lamborghini for $10,000, would you buy it? Well, hell yeah. That just stopped them. This Hyundai Sonata price is out at eighty grand. Want to know why? Maybe not. This Hyundai Sonata is known as being one of the greatest hybrids out on the market. This Hyundai Sonata is actually a Toyota in disguise. Want to see how? leads it to a video. Again, you're looking to pattern interrupt. You're looking to stop somebody from doing what they normally do. That's just using a photo and some content. Now you got videos, talking about YouTube, Vimeo, uh, and there's a couple others. Produced, things that are produced, where you can be disruptive with the, with, with the content that you create in the actual produced video. I know a gentleman who's very good at producing videos because he's a video editor. Um, by talent, in my opinion, uh, young gentleman who's very good. He's been he's been experimenting a lot with live videos, but not for the purpose of, of business, for the purpose of influencing. And he's very good at it. I know people that also use video as a means to go ahead and sell. And I've seen, I've seen where it's been very effective because of the enthusiasm that's in the video, because of the content that's in it as well. Um, if you're just gonna create a commercial, you're gonna get a lot of video plays <clears throat> if you target properly, but probably not gonna get a lot of conversion. Probably not gonna get a lot of people clicking on a, on a subscribe button or things of that nature, and, and why? Because it's not really, again, it's not interrupting a pattern. It's not really saying anything. It's not really doing anything. There's, there's a little more structure that is needed in a video because now you're actually producing something. Sorry guys, I'm near, I'm near, the, I'm near the main traffic way again. I'm going on my way home, of course. When you do videos, you want to make them upbeat. You want to make them enthusiastic. Even if you're posing something as a, hey, uh, you would want to avoid this kind of issue, wouldn't you? You would want to be able to do more of this, wouldn't you? If I could show you this, would this make sense? Things of that nature. When you do a produced video, there's a higher quality demand necessary. And if you're not, an, if you're not a video editor, 
it can become a little tough. Now, if, you're, if you have the time and you're willing to learn, it's a great skill to have. Video editing or the ability to edit videos is a great skill to have. There are video editors out there that can make 2000 a week. There are also video editors out there that can make 2000 a day. How do they do that? Practice, practice, practice. Interestingly enough, my son is very good at video editing as he does a lot of these um, what are called virtual air shows. He uses a flight simulator and flies with other, other people online and they record their flights and then he puts music to them and produces them and turns them into some really neat looking shows. He's done a few live as well. He also does announcing, so he actually puts on the, the, um, the voice. He does the voiceover. Here's the cool thing about what this could mean for him later. It could end up becoming a profession that he could lean back on or fall back on and make a good living on. For you, as somebody who's producing a funnel, it may or may not be necessary to know those skills. Now, to become a professional at it, that's if you want to work in that field. But if you're doing a funnel, basics should be enough. Basics, basic baseline skills for video editing should be enough. <clears throat> Do you need a green screen? I don't know. <clears throat> Do you want to look like you're standing in front of a city? Are you okay, are you okay with some decent gray, gray screen background and maybe even a wall? Or maybe even standing outside and just using your phone? It's going to depend on what your comfort level is with your video production because you can always take it back to a, somebody from Upwork or Fiverr and have them, quote unquote, produce a video for you. And if it's only something that's a, a, you know, a minute, maybe a minute 30, that has good content, something of value to give to somebody that's watching it, okay? And again, you could do this as a 15, 30 second Hey, I got something for you. If you're interested in learning more about how this could do this for you or what it could do for your business or how it could get you more clients, customers, blah, 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 click on the link below. I've got a bit of a longer video for you to watch that will give you some great ideas that you can use right away. That's enough to get somebody to go, sure, I'll look at that click. Now you got a minute and a half. You present your value. You give them some good actionable items that they can do right away that you know should work for their business, okay, provided, provided your experience and, and what you give them is of actual value. And then from there, you can start talking about greater things, like towards the last 15 or 20 seconds. If you would like to know how you could supercharge that, what I just shared with you, there is a way to do so. It takes a little more time to explain. Click on the link below here, and there's a 20-minute video explaining the process. Guess what? You just improved your funnel. Okay, now that's with produced video. All right, again, using something so like you know, somebody from Upwork or Fiverr to go ahead and produce the video. Be prepared to have a budget, obviously, or go learn the school yourself. Is there a place that you can learn to do this? Oh, of course. There's a bunch of video training info products online. Google it. You'll find two or three that are really good. If you're not clear, again, if you don't know anybody or are not sure whether or not a video editing course is worth looking at, reach out.
send me a send me a message. You can email me at omgmedialv at gmail.com. OMG, yeah, Oscar Mike Golf Media LV Las Vegas at gmail.com. Just send me a note over there. I'll I'll answer you as soon as I can. Usually takes me about 24 hours to answer. All right? I don't have VAs right now. Uh, actually, that's not true. I do have VAs. I didn't even think about that. Anyway, the idea here is simple. If you need to learn the skill, learn the skill. Learn it from somebody who's a pro, a pro knows what they're doing, and can show you how to do it right, or go outsource it. Last one, lives. <clears throat> I'm going to take a short break for a minute, because live casts are cool, but there's a way that you got to do it. I'll talk to you guys in a couple minutes. Be right back. I'm just going to put this on pause for a second. Do, 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 do. All right, guys. So this last one, <clears throat> which is live casting, kind of like what I'm doing now. Uh, only difference is this is pre-recorded, not live. Jeez. <laughs> live casting is when you actually press live on a Facebook or on Instagram, uh, and you broadcast raw, real. Sometimes unrehearsed, sometimes rehearsed. There, there are lives that are rehearsed, and and that's fine. Here's here's the point of doing a live. You have the ability to reach somebody, interrupt their day, as a, I'm here right now, and would like to talk with you about something, whatever that may be. Uh, in some cases, it may be the latest, uh, latest greatest fashion craze that's going on. Maybe the latest cool thing going on in fitness. <clears throat> it might be an announcement for a, an IPO, which is basically a, a company going public. It might be, uh, I just want to sit down and chat with you about some serious stuff. You know, and in some cases, when people are looking at that, if you title your lives correctly, that's, here's the kick. Going live, it takes time to build up uh, a loyalty of viewers and the intent on that is every time you go live somebody knows that you're going to be putting out something of value so with Trish it's press live with purpose how to use lives to monetize or how to monetize your lives uh, and which she has a paid group for if you want to learn how to do it right she's definitely somebody you want to go follow she also does keto with Lido which is totally cool too so she does two different things when she goes live, people know one of three things is going to happen. She'll either be sharing a life, <clears throat> a life lesson that she learned from something that happened in her family or in her daily life or in her business life. Or she'll be sharing some, some tips, tricks, and strategies on going live. Or now she's starting to build a following with Keto which is a big deal right now in the fitness realm. Keto diets. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, go follow Trish, she'll show you. Okay, I'm not gonna get into that here. But what I can tell you is her following is loyal enough because she's gone live enough and she uses her stories properly. Stories on, on um, Instagram, on, on Facebook, and there are others. They use Snapchat for, the same, for that kind of deal and they download their snaps and they upload it to, to Instagram as their story and Facebook. You can do those things. Here's the point. If you're going to use a live, you're going to need to do it consistently. You're going to need to do it to a point where you're constantly giving out good information. 
and stuff that matters, right? If you see something online and it's newsworthy per se, in other words, it's newsworthy to your community or the people that you're after, then you're going to want to press live with purpose. You're going to want to share what it is that's so relevant about your live or the content that you're about to put out live to these people that are going to be watching because they're not entirely sure of what it is that you're going to be putting out. So you might state it out up front. Hey, I'm going live. I wanted to talk to you guys about and then go through your content and then at the end of it, say it again because this gets recorded and you can then save this. Uh, if it's on Instagram, it's only 24 hours. It's on Facebook, same story, but you can actually download it too. The lives get saved. So now it'll say you were live. The way it says it is so-and-so was live. And the idea of that is just phenomenal because now you have a raw, real video. You were live. You had an audience. They were, they were watching. They were listening. They may want to share that with somebody else. Well, although it's not a produced video, it's a saved video. That saved video can get you more traffic. So when you go live, you're not just talking to an immediate uh, interrupted pattern. <clears throat> you're also talking to others whose patterns you may interrupt later on that day, even though it's no longer live. What's the value of a live cast? The value of a live cast could be anything from simple engagement, somebody commenting, saying something, gets you authority and credibility, to actually being able to direct somebody to a sales page where you can actually talk more and do more and get into the whole conversion portion of it and create income. Live has multiple purposes. Live can sometimes share good information. Live can sometimes actually drive a sale. Lives are also great for interviews, which you can do on multiple platforms now, free. You don't have to pay to have something. And BeLive.TV, I use that all the time for my business growth mastermind. Uh, why? Because I can interview people there, pull up, uh, I can pull up chats, I can pull up content, uh, comments, I can uh, put up comments, and, you know, title bars and things of that nature. I can focus on somebody else besides me on, on the screen. There's a lot that can be done live and it's totally cool people love that when you can mix it up and it's not always just you here shortly on these i'm going to have guests and the guests that i plan on bringing on are business experts they're either content creators um, or curators or experts in their field of business development startups investing etc etc et uh, and it's all it's all because i want live to be the, the the place where you guys come to get good information about how to do things better in your business. The whole point of these, obviously, is to give you a better funnel for those of you that use funnels to generate clients or customers to purchase uh, products. The bottom line is the live still has to be valuable. It's going to be a pattern interrupt no matter what happens because Facebook and Instagram literally send out notifications saying, hey, somebody just went live. I get them all the time on Instagram. I do get them all the time on Facebook. I don't always go to them. In fact, there are very few that I actually attend because they don't have necessarily the kind of information. I already know because I've been there. But there are, there are some that will pop up once in a while and I'll go check them out. Not just to go see what they're doing. To see the real raw them on their live. 
where it's not produced. If they ever go produced, I can look at that and I can compare the two and go, wow, I like their real raw. It's really cool. I also like their produced content. Or mm, they need some work on their on their produced content. Or they're not really being real in their lives. They're still kind of trying to play it practiced. Live will not allow you to be practiced. Just like this. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this in one in kind of one fail swoop. I did take a break there for a second. Uh, but this is the point. Everything has to be set up. And, and it's whether you're using photos, whether you're using produced video, whether you're using a live cast. Each one of them needs to be interruptive of someone's daily pattern. If someone's sitting at their desk and your photo comes across their screen in their newsfeed or on, on the ads on the right or whatever, whether that's Google, Facebook, I don't care, you, Instagram, Snapchat, doesn't matter. <clears throat> if your content comes across their screen, it has to be interruptive enough to get them to stop and say, what is that? Why is that coming across my screen? Who is this from? They will click on it. Okay. If it's a produced video, a short produced video, that it will basically get them to stop and go, hmm, didn't think about that. Let me take a second. Let me take a half a minute. Let me take a minute. And it may lead them down into greater things. Or they may save it for later. You know, I'll save this video. I'll check out more of it down the line. You know, they make, and they make a run down most of your funnel to that 20 minute video where you start really getting into things. They just don't have the time to do it, so they bookmark it and they'll come back to it later. But they'll come back to it later. And at the same time, you know they've already been there using your Facebook ad strategy. You retarget them and going, hey, you never finished that video. I know you popped over to my page, but you haven't quite, you haven't quite watched the video yet. How about I take you there now to finish up? They click on that, they go back. Live casting is basically you coming right in and going, hey, I'm just going to do this live. If you want to be a part of this, come hang out. Come hang out with me. Right now, let's do this real, raw, and, and right away. And then give them that content. And you can still do your call to action. Now, which one's the best for you? Back, back to default. That's really up to your audience. The market will tell you. Gary Vee's been saying this a lot lately. And he's been saying it for years. Um, and I've always been in agreement with that. A photo may make your business. One picture, one picture, a series of pictures, one video, a series of videos, one live, a series of lives, a mixture of pictures, videos, and lives. The market will tell you what will work the best. Your job is to go figure which one that is. If your content is good, you'll get good conversion. If your pictures, videos, and your lives are good, you'll get conversions. You're going to still have to experiment. But I gave you these basics because a lot of times people are always arguing, oh, this is better, oh, this is better, oh, this is better. Guys, you can run ads to a video that you did live and get killer traction for a dollar a day. Trish Lito teaches it. Teaches that. Dollar a day. Gets you traction. Gets you more likes on your page. I can show you how you can get a stupid looking GIF to get you thousands of views on a business page. Then I can show you another type of picture or another type of, of GIF that will get people actually ordering. Okay? Which one works best for you? It's really up to you to find out. Photos, videos, or live? Which one's the best? You find out. If you have any questions, again, if you need 
If you need referrals to courses, I do know a few people. I don't have affiliate links to them. Okay? If you ask me, I'm just going to say, hey, go talk to you. All right? That's not what the series was designed for. It's not to sell you anything. Um, I may in the future. Right now, there's nothing to sell. There's information to give. Go learn how to do these things. Go improve by finding the right kinds of creative people to help you. If you're not a creative, that's okay. You don't have to be the creative. You can be the total analytical. Go find a creative that can help you with these things. It's okay. Go to Fiverr. Go to Upwork. There's a ton of creatives looking for work over there. Be prepared to spend a little coin. Guess what? If that little bit of coin makes you a lot of coin, it's worth it, isn't it? Always remember it's ROI based. I want to wish you guys an amazing week. Have an awesome day. And please, if you found any value in any of this, make sure you share this out. Share this out to people that you think could learn, could, could use it. Whether this is 101, 102 stuff or not, it's irrelevant. There's a ton of people out there that don't know this stuff, right? Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Love y'all. Ciao for now.